Welcome back to Teachers Talk Film. This is episode 20. I'm Pete Ray here with my good friend, fellow teacher, Mitchell Main, the Steve's Machine, the Mainanator. Um, yeah, episode 20. We're going to talk some clueless, but uh, what's going on? How's life? How are things going? Yo, um, things are going, they're going good. Um, we had our first meeting back yesterday. Um, so I saw you IRL yesterday. Um, and the fact that we're going back, it's kind of bittersweet. I'm ready, but then also it's like, I kind of like just being a lazy bum and just watching movies all day and just basically just doing whatever I want when I want. Um, I know that doesn't last forever. Um, but I'm ready. I mean, I think I think once August comes around, which is in like four days, which is crazy to think about, um, I'm going to be ready to go. So how are you doing? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I'm ready to I'm ready to go back. Um, obviously, you can't beat summers off, but yeah, I'm ready to go back. I'm not ready for like eight hour meetings like that. That was that, cool. was, that was brutal, man. Um, so, yeah, eight hours of talking and listening and like a little work intermixed was not fun I took this job because I like working with kids so being in a room full of adults is like my worst nightmare it was terrible I know I'm way more comfortable talking and like doing my own thing in front of like 15 16 17 year olds but then when I'm placed in a room with people older than me or my age whatever it's just like it just feels weird which is the opposite of what it should be <laughs> I I know but I feel like yeah that's uh that's what makes us good teachers is our our people are the the weird the youths yes and maybe I bring that home to my wife sometimes and she says I act like my high school students sometimes but that's okay keeps me young it keeps me young yeah, that's how I feel. If you don't act a, a little bit like them, um, like you, you're just too distant from them. So you got to be a little, a little teenager every once in a while. You got to look at life through your googly eyes. Am I right? Oh, call back, call back, call back. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was nice. Well, I think uh, last episode we mentioned uh, that we were going to be getting tattoos, um, and then we never really talked about that. So maybe on the fly right here, we mentioned a listener count. I don't, I don't know how we do that though. Um, we're, let's say we're under, we're well under a hundred listeners at this point, roughly we're well average. under a million listeners. At <laughs> yeah. <this point>. yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you think the number should be? A thousand, 5,000. 10,000, 25,000, 25,000, man. <laughs> I think a thousand's a good one. Okay. Yeah. If we get to a thousand listeners, we'll get those googly eyes. Or what if it's when we make a thousand dollars off this podcast? Okay. We, yeah. <laughs> Wait, a thousand each or like 500, 500 split? Yeah, let's go each. I'm trying to delay this as long as possible. Well, you might delay it to the point where it doesn't happen, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, that's half of a promise that may or may not happen. We'll, we'll keep the listeners updated. Can only happen if people listen. So that's true. Make X-ray uncomfortable and just listen to some episodes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That's uh, something for the future. Yeah. Um, what do you think would come first? The thousand listeners or the thousand bucks? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, probably the, the. I'm guessing no one's going to give us any money until we have <laughs> people listening. So that's right. They go hand in hand. Yeah, but shout out to the loyal listeners we do have. Like the you're you're a very small group, but uh, I mean at least we're talking to not just you and me, which yeah. I mean we could do and be okay with. But it's cool to have some people listening. Yeah, and honestly, we have a decent amount of people listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to interact with people too, like on Twitter. Um, you can do that at Teacher Film Talk. Um, but yeah, just hearing what people think about it and requesting some movies. It's cool. Shout out to all the loyal members of TTF Nation. Um, maybe it will grow. Maybe you can get your own googly eye tattoo once we reach that milestone. Um, we'll see what happens. 25,000 people with googly eye tattoos. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be sweet. <laughs> start a start an epidemic. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be talking clueless today. Before we get into our review, one of the things that kind of maybe this is a review of it a little bit. One of the things that I thought was really nice about this movie was the soundtrack was like just really good. And I thought that it represented the 90s pretty well. So I got to thinking, I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make a soundtrack for our movie, except our movie takes place when, when the two of us went to high school. So from the years of 2008, 2009 to 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, so these, we've got 10 songs. These aren't necessarily songs that uh, like, maybe we listen to i know that some on my list i'm not a fan of um but songs that like if we were to make a movie about that time period they they may pop up because they were they were pretty popular during that time yes. um yeah that makes sense right that was a yeah. long explanation but i think yeah. it, it's good no just fu- songs that fit the atmosphere well yeah. a good soundtrack fits the atmosphere of the film and so yeah we're curating a playlist that would fit the atmosphere of our high school experience yeah um did you like rank yours in any order like i didn't um and i honestly i did it all off the top of my head without really like diving into the vaults or anything so i know my list is it's very rough and um yeah it'll be interesting i'm I'm curious to see what you have i tried to get a mix of different genres and things like that yeah me too me too um so let's just go back and forth i'll try and save like my top ones for the end but it doesn't really matter okay yeah so hit me with your your number 10 okay yeah no order um but i'll save the one that came to me very first last okay Um, that's what i'm doing too yeah and i we might have the same one i'm just being honest um (laughs) okay so um Nicki Minaj, very popular back in the early to mid 2010s. Um, Starships were meant to fly, baby. 
Yes. Starships. Easy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you remember uh, when like that, the call me maybe video came out? Oh, of course. Do you remember the video of the baseball players like in the van? Oh yeah. When they made like, yeah. The tapping the roof and stuff. Like choreographed dance. Yeah. We, we did that. My baseball team, my junior year, we did that to Nicki Minaj's starships. It, it, <laughs> so somewhere out in the universe, there is a video of uh, me and yeah, my, my baseball team doing that dance. It's uh, quite something. That was, it was a movement there. Like everything in high school, it was short lived. Yes. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Great pick. She's not on my list. She should be though. Um, my number 10, I'm going to go with Kids by MGMT. Mm. Timeless. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I just remember that being really popular in high school. And, um, yeah, some of their others, like Electric Feel was popular too. And yeah, so that'd be awesome in a movie. That is such a timeless song. And it, it was released in 2007, which I feel like uh, it was released before then, but I think that just speaks to how timeless that is because kids today still listen to that. I see it yeah. on kids playlists all the time. So great pick a pick that will outlast time. Um, yeah. One that maybe won't outlast time, but sure had its moment when I was a freshman, sophomore, um, really following the wave of, internet hip-hop um and dance culture created by soldier boy um i'm going with you're a jerk oh no yeah it, it made a comeback though it made a comeback just last year for like two weeks if that yeah thank goodness <laughs> thank goodness it only lasted two weeks what a terrible um, song terrible song but man i loved it like um i remember me and my brother robert would watch like because the dance is called like jerking yeah. We would watch videos of kids like jerking in like the middle of a road, like like almost like an interstate with cars just driving by them and they're just jerking, almost getting hit by traffic. Um, I, think I remember I'm have to uh, clip that and play it out of context. Yeah. What you just said. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so sketch. Like they're going 70 miles down the highway and they're just whoop. Um, but no, I remember me and the boys um, dancing to your jerk at my Sadie Hawkins and you know, just thinking we were on top of the world. Um, I almost put do the John wall on my list. Oh my, my goodness. Yes. That was insane. Yeah. But I figured the jerk trumped the John wall and I didn't want too many just dance anthems. Um, so I went with you're a jerk. Dude. John wall was at the like peak of the sports universe for a while. Just because that song and he came out and did that stupid dance where all I did was turn his wrist around. Um, if you're unfamiliar, gotta gotta look up do the John Wall because yeah. it's completely ludicrous. But he was the man for like the first like two years of his career. Now kids just know him like as a crippled veteran. Yeah, he's just hurt all the time. It's like Derrick Rose, kids don't know, yeah. man. Kids don't know. Yeah. All right, my number nine is um, 1901 by Phoenix. Uh, so, like, I feel like most of mine are, like, rap or, mm -hmm. yeah, most of mine are rap songs. But that one, I remember, came out probably my freshman or sophomore year, and that whole album was sweet. But, yeah, 1901 
awesome song. I know this is so bad. I know the album cover or the song cover, and I just can't think. I like, and I know I've heard it a million times, a million times, but I can't think of like what it actually sounds like. I got you. You ready? I'm ready. No, that it sounds kind of like that, but um, no, no, I've lost it. I'll play it and at some point off pod and i'll be like yeah that's it i wish we could play the songs because it'd be way better it would um i think it would just tap into some memories though because it was so prominent yeah so you're thinking that pink album cover it's got like yeah it's like it's like a rock on it or a blimp or something yeah 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 Yeah, all-time album cover and uh, yeah i just remember listening to that all the time when i was yeah the younger years of high school yeah yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Another song that was okay in terms of the rock realm. I hate it now because it's just so overplayed or was radioactive. Imagine Dragons. Uh, Imagine Dragons stinks. Yeah, but man, that song was popular. Yes, it was crazy. Yeah. All their songs were. Yeah, had to make the list. Um, no further comment on that one. <laughs> Um, I'm tr- one of Imagine Dragons was like our our graduation senior song. I don't even remember what the song was, but unfortunately, I, I'll always be tied to them. Were you guys able to vote on what your song was? Uh, yeah, I think so. That would not have been my pick. I um, I I don't know if I should even tell you what I voted for. Um, <laughs> but we had like four choices. I don't even know what the song was that ultimately won. But I wrote a fill-in, um, throw them guns, and it's by Lil Ugly Mane. <laughs> Are you Lil Ugly Mane? Uh, I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> um, we this is another just dumb story, but we uh, you did you guys pick a class flower? We had a class flower. No, that's lame. It is so lame. But listen to this. This is so cool. We wanted ours to be cauliflower. How funny is that? That is cool. I do. And like our, <laughs> our principal and assistant principal shut it down. They were like, you're not doing this. How how sad is that? That's 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 uh is that their ego coming through and them trying to relive their high school? It, you know, it goes back to our last episode and like you don't have to take things so seriously all the time. It's a flower. And yeah. you know what? I don't remember what the flower is. But I would remember if it was cauliflower and it'd be like something uh, kind of funny. I could tell at a party for 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the cauliflower. I don't like the idea of it being anything else. Yes. Um, my number eight. Got to have some Rihanna in there. Rihanna. Let me guess. Was... Let me guess. Yeah. Is it diamonds? It is diamonds. Nice. Yes. Nice. Rihanna was like the thing in middle school and high school. She was just dropping bangers all the time. Now she like never makes music. So it's kind of sad, but I'm not like a huge Rihanna fan, but yeah, she, I mean, she's just banger after banger after banger. Yeah. And that one, man, whoo. I love that song. Yeah. I remember just singing that chorus and the yellow diamonds in the light. I'm not going to try to sing it like her. Um, well, in the way she says, shine bright like a diamond. Yeah. Come on. Uh, just beautiful. Beautiful. Um, 
I'm going to go. I'm going to get this one out of the way. I have I have a few that are kind of left field um, that were kind of really just played a lot in my friends' cars and things like that. Um, this one came out like right when I was graduating in 2013. Um, ignorant rap song, Strictly for My Jeeps by Action Bronson uh, featuring Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Oh my yeah. <laughs> um, just a banger of a song. Um, I do not condone any of the lyrics or anything like that um, for any of these songs, let's say. Um, but yeah, great song. Not really popular, but man, I remember it being in the atmosphere of my life quite a bit. Yeah, that's one that um, that's my 1901 for you. I'm sure if I heard it right now, I'd recognize it, but I I can't recall it at the moment. Um, yeah, I won't repeat any of the lyrics. OK, right <laughs> well, that, that kind of gets me into my next one, because my next one is just any song off of Wiz Khalifa's album um, Rolling Papers yeah when i'm gone dude when when that album came out and really just Wiz khalifa was like the guy for i don't know like a year or two like he was just yeah but any song on there i just remember hearing a ton and people loved playing it the other one that um was super popular was oh what is it um it's like he says, like, we're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what we go out, that's how it's uh, young yeah. and wild and free. Like, yeah, with oh, my dog. God, everybody <laughs> played that song. He go double Jake. <laughs> I remember His my friend Drew was always good. singing that song. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that song. Um, real ones know Wiz Khalifa's prime was the mixtape era, which was like 2009, 2010 through 2011 mesmerized like, uh, um teach me to fly is an early one yeah yeah that's yeah. way early yeah good callback thank you yeah. and then uh yeah like black and yellow is a terrible song but again was played forever yeah yeah did that make your list black and yellow no i mean I, if i was to narrow it down to one that might be on it but just because it's so popular right but yeah yeah that yeah I hope I never hear that song ever again. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm going to detour the hip hop train really quick. And some Lord Royals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great song. I do like that song. Man, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she is like a one hit wonder, I feel like. Well, and then, yeah, she didn't she come out with an album like last year. Or, I feel like it was just a long time between yeah, her albums. Yeah, good song, though. Yeah, definitely early 2010s feelings yeah. to it. Right. Uh, my next one, maybe kind of similar to Lord. We're going Katy Perry. Is it and, Firework? No. I picked Teenage Dream. Okay, that's a good one. I figure one. if this is a movie like Clueless, you know, about teenagers, go with Teenage Dream because, you know, it's just right in there. Um, but yeah, Katy Perry, crazy popular back then. Um, yeah. 
I might have to call back to that later in this episode. Oh, interesting. For something. Okay. Um, Cause that's a great pick, man. That's yeah. a great pick. That might be the best pick yet. Um, let's see. I'm going to get this one out of the way. Um, if there was a scene where like you see the gym bros, like if we're making our 2013 film and there's a scene where like gym bros are lifting weights before a football game or something. Um, one of the songs I would consider is it's called literally grinding by Dom Kennedy. Um, not very popular, but man, I loved it. Um, great workout song, great running song. Um, if you don't know who Dom Kennedy is, you should check him out. He has a lot of good rap songs. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of substance. Just talking about waking up every day and, and grinding. <laughs> grinding. <Yeah. laughs> hey, keep it keep it simple, man. Exactly. <laughs> um, this isn't on my list, but I just thought of it because I remember this being played in the weight room. Um, it was, you remember Mike Posner, cooler than me oh gosh but it was like a dubstep remix of it and that was played in the football weight room like constantly oh did you ever have a dubstep phase oh yes and there's a there's a song coming up on my list for sure okay did you oh yeah my um i can remember specifically when it was my sophomore year specifically fall first semester when i was the um the girls softball manager I remember just what? listening to dubstep all the time. I need more details about being the girl softball manager. How did this happen? Um, well, my friend's dad was the coach for the JV team. And the JV and varsity team needed uh, like softball managers. So me and two of my other buddies did it. Um, and it was fine. Um, I went to the homecoming with one of the softball girls. Nice. Um, and then my other two friends went with two other girls. Um, we all got ditched. Yeah, there was a sore spot for softball after that. Um, oh, but it was man. probably for the best because I just wanted to listen to my dubstep, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Good times. Mitchell made softball manager added to the resume. And the honorable mention, now that I'm thinking of it, um, like a G6. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's not on my list. Yeah, they just wanted to play that all practice long every single day. I remember that was one of my main duties was making sure that song was played daily. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm feeling so good. Like a G6. And then she repeats it like 30 times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. That'd have to be in the movie. Okay. I think I'm on number five. I don't even know. Yeah, I want to hear your dubstep though. Follow this train. Okay. We well, yeah, I'll just go with the dubstep. Um, okay. Skrillex. That just was so stinky popular. Um, the song is called Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. Terrible name for a song. Um, but it was it was insane. And the whole dubstep era was insane. It's like not a thing anymore, which is not bad. But the the whole just idea of it, of like it's, I, I don't know, man. Dubstep was a 
a crazy, crazy time with the drops and the buildups and then like the techno mixed with, I don't even know. But this this song I'm talking about is the one where it like builds up and then the, you hear the like person screaming like, oh my God, and then it drops. <laughs> so it's crazy. Like, I mean, it was, it, it was awesome. The dubstep era was awesome. I'm glad it's over, but yeah, it was, it was cool. I remember sitting in my Earthen Environment class sophomore year, sharing iPod headphones with yeah. my buddy Brett, and he was just like the biggest dubstep fan. And he's like, "Hold on," as the teacher's giving a lecture, he's like, "Hold on, wait for this drop." <laughs> as I'm listening in one ear, and then like the drop would come, and he's like, "Yeah," and I was, and I was like, "That's hey. the that's <laughs> the funny thing." You'd be sitting there like silent reading, listening to <laughs> bass nectar, and Zed's dead, like. <laughs> just this crazy like off the off the rails music and yeah you're just walking down the halls getting a drink from the water fountain <laughs> it's like you have dinosaurs going to war against each other in your earphones dinosaurs going to war with aliens and transformers yes yeah <laughs> Do you did you ever use the website uh this song slaps no, there was one called um, This Song is Sick, I think, though. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. But, but yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like a, it was like a music blog that would like give you the hottest new hits. Yeah. And it was, it was dubstep there for like a good year and a half. Yeah. All right, dubstep. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. We gave you your flowers. Your time is up. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah, it will. Like everything, it's it's cyclical. I'll touch on that here in the review, actually. Me um, too. All right, this is where... All right, let me get rid of my one more kind of outlandish far left field. Um, Karma by Waka Flocka Flame. Waka Flocka. Um, man, if you just need to get amped up for something, you put on Karma by Waka Flocka Flame um like the minute the song starts like you're just your adrenaline is just kicked in um i remember me and my friends thought we were so cool coming back from lunch um my buddy had like two big subwoofers in his trunk and we would play karma um with the windows rolled down and like we would stare at the underclassmen as we would roll into the parking lot playing karma by walk a flock of flame <laughs> um yeah, not cool at all. Um, but man, we thought we were on top of the world. Great song, though, if you just need to get jacked and juiced really, really quick. That's what you got to play. So you're playing Waka Flocka, blasting out of the car, staring daggers at the underclassmen saying, what up, kid? You're looking yeah. at the former uh, softball manager. Got yeah. something to say? <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> I am the um, JV softball manager. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, let's see. Next. Gotta have Mac Miller on there. Oh, rest in peace. Mac Miller, when we were in high school, was very different than like end of career Mac Miller. Yes. Um, which it just makes him that much better that he could go from making like yeah, what we listened to in high school, which was just full on like rap. Um, it's like backpack rap, nonstop cursing and drug references and 
just yeah um the song is party on fifth ave mm. the saxophone that plays at the beginning of that and then just yeah the lyrics talking about having a party it's a high school song it's awesome man whenever that that documentary about mac miller's life comes out we're reviewing it no hesitations yeah, um with tears man. in our eyes yeah Gosh, rest in peace mac miller man I, i'm still not over that i still remember the day it happened we had a meeting together and we were both just like yo did you hear or maybe it was like a week after it happened yeah i rem- yeah because yeah, i remember it was my first or second year of teaching it was yeah. in 2017 i believe so it was probably my first year or 2018 yeah i remember one of my friends texted me i was in study hall and my friend texted me and, he, and it was just mac with a sad face and i was like oh no and so yeah. i went on the internet and i was looking up um what happened while my kids were in study hall doing homework and it was hard not to just get emotional man yeah it was rough yep rest in peace like uh when uh when kobe died i was in a i was seeing a movie i don't remember what movie it was but i just came home and my brother was like oh you don't know and i was like what he's like Kobe Bryant died. I just sat there for like 10 minutes in silence. Like, no, no way. That's in, that's crazy. Yeah. I was sitting right where I'm sitting now, actually, when I found out. It was a Sunday. I thought school was going to be canceled the next day. <laughs> I don't know if that's too far-fetched, but it's like, what are, what am I going to do tomorrow? I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to act. It should have been canceled in LA. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't want right. to go down this route. This yeah. is <laughs> What's next? We're, we're throwing out banger songs here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pyramids, Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. I remember just late night drives coming home from a movie out of town with the with the with the boys um, and throwing pyramids on for a little bit as one of the rotation songs. Great song. Um, Frank Ocean, please drop another album. Yeah, I never got, like, like, I didn't listen to Frank Ocean when I was in high school. I didn't, like, listen to his music till later. Um, but I do remember people, like, talking about him at the time. He's great. Listen to Channel Orange if you haven't. And then Blonde is obviously great as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, top four here. Number four, it would be Insane... If I made a music list and Kanye West was not on it. <laughs> so the legendary team up of Kanye West and Jay-Z, a team up of likes we'll probably never see for the rest of human history. Um, I've got to go with people in Paris <laughs> because that's, that song was just super popular. And yeah, I just remember listening to it again at like seven in the morning on the way to school when uh, I was like dead tired and didn't want to speak, but yeah, just blasting that in the car to go to uh first hour wood shop, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick. Um, no matter where we were traveling for basketball, you can guarantee that song was going to be played in the warm up mix. <laughs> Come yeah. on, and then Blades of Glory used it. Or they sampled Blades of Glory or Vice. Yeah. yeah, they sampled Blades of Glory, which made that movie popular. And just you talk about fitting an atmosphere. That song does it just so well. 
And I almost put Otis on here because that was the single off that album. And the music video is just one of the best music videos of all time. But I felt like this song became more popular. And it is also more popular now because it's a meme. But whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you said you have three left. I have two left. But yeah, I think I miscounted. My okay. numbers are all over the place. Um, My second to last. I might sneeze. Uh, no, I, I think it's gone. Um, latch. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Not a big fan, but it was popular. Very, very popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my uh, high school girlfriend loved that song, so I was listening to that uh, constantly. Shout out to X-Ray's high school girlfriend. Shout out. No further comment. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is she listening right now? No, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. That's if she one. is, what's up? How's it going? You won't hear anything back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my my next song. You know, this song made me sad. Looking back at it, uh, it's "Headlines" by Drake. Oh. Dude, is that the one? Um, used to be so good. Is that I might be too strong out on compliments? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Yep. Started not to give up and stop fearing the consequence. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's also the started from the bottom era, too. Man, Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I wish you. I wish he would either go full blast into like the singing sad Drake or just go back to like, hey, remember when I used to rap and be good at it? That was awesome. Um, what's that one? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. The Sprite commercial. We mentioned it. Last name ever. First name greatest. Like a sprained ankle boy. Ain't nothing to play with. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> I miss that Drake. I miss that Drake, too. I miss high school Drake. When I think of Drake now, it's just like, honestly, never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> you did not. I did. You I did. did not. Wow. That was that was really good. That yeah. was terrible, but it was really good. Yeah. Off the top. <laughs> Brain's firing this week. Yeah. Um, my last one, and this is the first one that came to mind. Not really my favorite, but man, I do like it quite a bit. Um, Ours are not the same after that comment. You don't think you have the same one? No, I'm positive now. Okay. Um, it's Kid Cudi. Huh? And it's Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. I went with Day and Night. Okay. That was, yeah. I think those two songs are interchangeable. Like they're basically the same. I agree. I did. We, we you mentioned uh, like the basketball warmups. I remember for my senior year, I made it and I had the the pursuit of happiness. Um, what's the remix? Oh, I can't remember the guy's name that remixed it, but that was like the opening song. Just read. Just got me ready to drop thirty every night, which I did. So thirty minutes I, sat. <laughs> <laughs> no comment <laughs> that hurt that hurt, that hurt. <laughs> um so yeah 
Kid Cudi definitely, yeah, whether it's day and night or whether it's uh, Pursuit of Happiness, I, I think Pursuit of Happiness may be the better pick. I feel like day and night, it was the one that it like, what's the phrase? Day and night walked so Pursuit of so, Happiness could fly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think they're both great maybe. Picks. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So we got some Kid Cudi, some Rihanna, some Kanye, some Drake, some Waka Flocka Flames. Waka Flocka. Some Dom Kennedy, which is out there. Action Bronson. This is some not like, yeah, I want to do a 10 from like my favorites because it would be much different. Yeah. Be a favorites lot of from, from the era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely included like I mean like Mac Miller, like Drake would probably as far as favorites for that time would be up there. Kanye's on the list. So yeah. Mine wouldn't be too far off. I maybe I cheated a little bit. That was fun though. That was cool. Kind of taking a trip down memory lane. That was. And if you did not go to the high school within those four years, um apologies, because it's probably really lame for you. Yeah. We probably sound really old right now. Well, depending on uh, who's listening, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Clueless. Let's do it. Um, so, release the year that uh, the two of us were born, 1995. Yes, sir. Here's our uh, synopsis. This is quite the synopsis. Shallow, rich, and socially successful Cher is at the top of her Beverly Hills High School's pecking scale. Seeing herself as a matchmaker, Cher first coaxes two teachers into dating each other. Emboldened by her success, she decides to give hopelessly klutzy new student Ty a makeover. When Ty becomes more popular than she is, Cher realizes that her disapproving ex-stepbrother, Paul Rudd, was right about how misguided she was and falls for him. Um, so there's literally the entire movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we even need to review it now? <laughs> yeah. So long. Uh, get us started. What do you think of Clueless? Um, well, you gave a name drop. I want to start with um, the name drop that you gave with Paul Rudd. Um, I would like to publicly give Paul Rudd his flowers. Uh, this guy is he might go down as one of the best actors definitely of our generation um but maybe of all time and maybe that's a bold take uh, maybe it's not depending on how you view paul rudd um but the man has so much charm he fits every role well and the most arguably eye-popping thing the dude doesn't age. He does not age. He looks the exact same now. He's 53 years old, I think. Um, and then in this movie, 1995, he's just, he looks the exact same. It's incredible. Shout out Paul Rudd. Uh, Paul Rudd. I just thought of this. Paul Rudd is like the chilies of actors. Mm, yes. Because he's not like, I don't think Paul Rudd's ever going to win an Oscar. But he's also not like McDonald's of actors like he's not trash he's just like you know what you're gonna get every time you go there and it's gonna be pretty dang good um but he's not like prestige and that is totally fine because he is perfect and like yeah literally everything he does and you know what something about chilies everybody loves it 
Yeah. No matter if you're a high class, low class, it's somewhere that everyone is welcome. Paul Rudd welcomes all. That's a great, I like that. That's a great quote. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And Just, if Paul Rudd ever does win an Oscar, um, more power to him. I would love that. I, I think it's possible. It's in his wheelhouse for sure. Okay. Um, um, I love you, man. Great movie. Yes. Do you want to take a shot at the McDonald's of actors? Or are you going to keep that off pod? The McDonald's of actors. I'm going to go with nothing comes to mind right away. Nothing comes to mind. He's just a terrible actor. Gal Gadot and The Rock together are the McDonald's. The Rock is the Rock is the McDonald's of actors. Yes. I was going to. I was going to say Seth Rogen, but I love Seth Rogen too much. And he like wants to be the McDonald's of actors. Right. right? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, back to Clueless. Um, speaking on Paul Rudd, though, still. Um, one thing I really liked about his character with um, Cher, like they definitely contrast each other, but like we're, we live in a world now, 2022, where like, woke culture is prominent paul rudd is like woke culture before woke culture like he um he gets roasted by Cher for wearing the flannel um he just looks like he is like from 2022 honestly he reads um nietzsche that i think he's russian philosopher um just just woke i that's the only way to put it so i thought that was funny how they added him as that sort of character archetype no i loved his character because it's like he he is kind of lame like he's really lame he's <laughs> he has nothing figured out um yeah he's like hanging out with his stepsister because he's got nothing to do um but yeah he's like trying to find purpose and be smart and yeah be like the smart college kid and yeah, so I, th- I thought that those little, like, quirks that they added in there, like, he was a minor character, but he, yeah, he had personality to him and, like, depth to him for a movie that I didn't really think a lot of the characters would have depth. Like, that surprised me. Do you think there was purpose in making him the ex-stepbrother? Like, because, like, he's still in the picture because... Cher's dad is like this prominent lawyer and Josh Paul Rudd is like basically being mentored by him still, even though the divorce had already happened. Like, do you, and I don't know, do you think it just, it's a layer of complexity that they wanted to add or, cause at first I thought that was kind of weird. Like, why does he just have to be the ex stepbrother? Why can't he just be like an intern to the lawyer? I, that was weird. That that's how I felt too. I, like yeah it was definitely weird i i saw a letterbox review that just said uh still can't figure out if it's incest or not <laughs> uh, and it's like why do these movies do that i just kept thinking of back to the future like why why is that the plot point that marty like is gonna kiss his mom and why does yeah he have to be the ex-stepbrother yeah why couldn't he just be anything else so yeah i thought that that was weird um but it it, it did like kind of makes sense for like those two like their relationship that like they don't like each other but really she finds out she does so it made sense but it was yeah I mean I was thinking about it while I was watching it because 
I, I feel like it was obvious at the beginning. Like I even thought like right when they're in the same scene together, like you could tell like they like were just roasting each other. And I was like, okay, well, they're clearly going to fall in love at the end. Yeah, it was awkward already. Yeah, because I was like, that's how these movies always work. Um, and I was like, are they going to go there? I don't know. It kind of reminded me of Licorice Pizza, honestly. Oh, yeah. With just yeah. like the weird relationship dynamic. Obviously, in Licorice Pizza, it's the age gap. I feel like this one, though, is more. Innocent. Like, quote, unquote, acceptable. Yeah. Um, because like it is just it is just an ex stepbrother, which sounds terrible. Um, yeah, that was so strange. Something I'm still pondering. Um, well, let's move move to share because I want to know what you thought of share. Um, I I I thought that she was just like so stinking cool. My letterbox review said that I just wrote that she's one of the coolest movie characters of all time. I put her on Tony Stark levels of cool because and like, obviously, we're not high school girls and never have been. But if I was a high school girl, I like I would want to be exactly like her with all the clothes and the car and the popularity and just everything. She is she is so cool, man. She is awesome. And the thing that I probably like most about this movie is her narration throughout yes it's the best part it's so like it's ditzy and klutzy but she does have a sort of like transformation or growth at the end but she still sort of has her charismatic charm um the actress name is alicia silverstone correct yeah yeah thought she did awesome um but yeah you're right like she's like the epitome like of what every quote-unquote person would want to be like at the time um it's kind of like satirizing the dumb blonde stereotype but it does it in a way that like you almost want to be that it's strange well it's awesome because she's not dumb like she's she's like i guess she is kind of dumb at some points like she's i don't know um maybe naive is a better word yeah but like when you see her like work her way out of her bad grades and you see like how smart she is to like get these two teachers together and all the like makeover stuff that she does. And just like she talks about her vocabulary, even at one point, like the way that she talks, like she is smart. So I give big props to them for she's like a complex character. She's not just like a dumb blonde, which I thought she was going to be. So, yeah, that, that was awesome that she was like a real person and she kind of puts on that dumb blonde stereotype to sort of like make herself appear more popular which i feel like deals into a lot of the themes obviously like popularity is like surface level deep and like people who are like pondering things intellectually are usually not the most popular again that's why we see josh as not so popular or quote-unquote cool in the story but she does have that layer of sort of like sophistication to her I guess you could say um her dad constantly reinforces the power of persuasion to her and she's very very persuasive when we teach kids about like how to write and things like that like 
you want them to be persuasive and you want them to convey a purpose to the best of their ability and share does it maybe not in the most conventional way like when mr hall asks her to give a speech on um violence in the media um but she's persuasive in her own way and it's very likable yeah we should just start showing clueless when we're talking about persuasion just like yeah this is how it's done folks this is this is how you do it um what was i gonna say something about share again i just i don't know i feel like that character is interesting and i feel like it would fit the realm of the 90s very well because i feel like it is touching the atmosphere of like what the quote-unquote popular crew would be like um she has her friend dion and one of the lines that Cher says at the beginning when she's picking up dion is um She's my friend because she knows what it's like to have people jealous of you. <laughs> yeah. That when she talks about like how courageous she is with her fashion choices, uh, like all that stuff is is hilarious. And like that's part of why I picked this, because I feel like this movie and I don't know if you were to pick a decade that you think is like popular amongst kids right now. Would you pick the 90s? Because I definitely would. I think so. And that's like I was looking because I was looking at a lot of like the style. Yeah. And I was like, these look like my kids today. For real. Like you could literally just take kid 30 kids in our class and put them in this movie and it would they would just blend in perfectly. Right. There is the one shot where she's talking about the boys and it's like the gang of the boys all lined up and that was a little bit satirized with like the pants down to their ankles and right (laughs) like the greasy hair with the hats but i was like there's some truth in that like and the way that the girls dress like it's kind of like the like it's like thrifty looking culture that's so popular now but at the same time it's like right the thrifty stuff but also there's like girls that come dressed up to school like they're going to a five-star restaurant every day Mm-hmm. Like, which I definitely don't understand. If I could wear what I wanted to school every day, it would be a pair of athletic shorts and a, a T-shirt. Um, but like if you see that in the movie, too, like that happens. And then I do see like boys dressed like I've seen like kids that skate today, like dressed like those, maybe not sagging pants, but definitely like the baggy stuff. And yeah, it all just looks old. Um, so, yeah, the 90s are are back. So yeah. I see. And that's I mean. Like I said, that's why I picked it, because I hear kids talk about Clueless every once in a while. So it, it definitely makes sense why it's coming back. You can just look at the fashion and then, yeah, share as a character what high school girl wouldn't watch this and be like, man, that should be me. Do you I, I love the 90s style. How do you feel about it? Like, I think it's awesome. I don't know. I'm so not. uh stylistic in any way with <laughs> clothes um i mean i like 90s shoes and 90s hip-hop so that those kind of go together um do you like rolling with the homies <laughs> <laughs> how about uh i don't know his name it's the guy from scrubs how about his fits throughout the, the movie <laughs> yeah uh, his name's murray in the movie played by donald Faison. Okay. Yeah. Um, his fits are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like he's wearing like it's basically just like 
the baggy like starter jacket warm-up kind of outfits with like i think he's wearing a kangle hat at one point yeah (laughs) just just out there killing it fit in the 90s realm late 80s early 90s perfectly so should we bring it back should we start going to school like uh (laughs) should i start should i break out my nikes uh windbreakers and my my purple my purple swishy pants (laughs) you do you have hammer pants that would be sweet i would be down (laughs) (laughs) no i do not but i i would buy a nike windbreaker in a second that's like aqua and red and purple yeah I have a Nuggets starter jacket and it has like the old rainbow logo on it. It's pretty sweet. I might have I do have I have an old uh it's a Cavaliers crew neck sweatshirt with the Tasmanian devil on it. And Ooh. it is the most 90s thing in the world. <laughs> I love 90s culture, like 90s just aesthetic, like the uh like the Taco Bell cups with like the yeah triangle teal triangles and all that and like you know what i'm yeah. talking about totally totally yeah it's, it's perfect yeah um yeah the 90s one thing um, you mentioned um i have to get this off one of my favorite character names of all time after watching this movie do you know who what it would be the guess no i i can't remember like anyone's character character's name in this travis birkenstock <laughs> i'm wearing birkenstocks right now <laughs> the the skater who just yeah. fits the archetype so well yes um, he does travis birkenstock he was he's pretty prominent as an actor now um yeah played by brecken meyer which is um, another just great like great name brecken meyer brecken meyer he's in a lot of different things um road trip the garfields he's in more prominent tv shows i feel like um yeah he's in house that's probably where i've seen him um but he has a move in the party scene as Cher and ty are walking into the the party scene or the house and he just has the sickest skateboard maneuver. Um, I don't know if he does a boneless, um, but he does a boneless to board slide on the handrail. Um, and I was just, I got so hyped because uh, <laughs> I, I know skate culture relatively well. Um, he does like a oh. boneless where he like jumps off his skateboard and maybe it's like a caveman. I don't know what it's called. It's one of those two. <laughs> But then he he board slides on the rail and was like, "Yeah, he's sick." <laughs> you know, skate culture from playing skate on your your Xbox with Tyre the Creator. Yeah, that's right. And I I dabbled in skate like IRL. Yeah, I was all right. Not could you best. ollie? Oh, I could ollie. I could <laughs> I could ollie like seven stairs. Like I was I was okay, but then basketball just destroyed my knees. Yeah. Shortly. So you'd you'd hit up the JV JV softball practice and then you would uh, hit the skate park after. Yeah, with my Travis Birkenstock friends, I had some of them. <laughs> Listening to Odd Future and like a G six. Yeah, some dubstep occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned the narration, and I just wanted to come back to that because it was so good. Um, two parts that I really liked one was when they're going through the teacher's lounge and she's talking about all the different teachers um 
which we'll have to come back to oh. how teachers are portrayed in this yeah. movie. It's, <laughs> it's it's offensive. I was offended. Yes. Um, but she, it, the camera goes over the Snickers bar, and in the narration, she's like, "Ooh, Snickers." I wish that they would have done like 30 more of those in the movie where she like could see what we were seeing on camera and like mentioned it like that would have been really cool to do that um and then the other one is when she is watching the movie with uh like the i don't know if he's italian or christian um, yeah who basically her who turns out to be gay um and she's she, they're watching the movie Spartacus and she calls it Sporadicus. <laughs> it was, I, I laughed so hard at that. It was so funny. But yeah, her her narration, like you mentioned, was awesome. The narration, it makes it seem like, or it makes it feel like, uh, how do I want to put it? Like, it's like a documentary of her life and she's just like holding the camera and she's like, okay, let's go through a day in the life with me. It's like a TikTok, like day in the life with Cher. And I thought this is a big time college word. We heard this all the time in college stream of consciousness. Like mm. you're just hearing what she's thinking and it perfectly fits her character that, yeah, the narration is what I feel like made the movie, the movie. And the, the transparency behind her in her narration is just, it's, it's, it, it can't be beaten. Um, one of the yeah, moments, she just doesn't care. Yeah. She's talking to Mr. Hall. Um, she has two tardies in the semester and she had one crimson wave <laughs> yeah mr hall uh can't you see i was surfing the crimson wave what would you what would you say if one of your students told you they were late because they were surfing the crimson wave dude i would do exactly what that teacher did and just be like okay that's fine well, okay <laughs> like any, <laughs> anytime a girl asks me to go to the bathroom i don't even think about it i just say yes because i don't like it's just you never know so it's like you're good whatever don't want to don't want to get into that with you um i can if you want but no need to so go ahead boys and girls alike like you can tell when they just gotta go for whatever reason it is yeah they'll make the eye contact with you and it's like this isn't just a this is a need yeah this isn't just a (laughs) let me get up and stretch for five minutes this is a i need to get out of this room right now (laughs) uh let's talk about teachers since we're talking about teaching um uh, what what do we even say can i um give my flowers to the math teachers because they they get coal in this movie um they're what she calls them the evil trolls of the math department and they just look so hideous um it's that scene that you were mentioning where she's like in the break room or whatever yeah poor math teachers and she's like she even mentions in the narration she's like somehow they're married like she's just completely baffled (laughs) by that that someone could love them um yeah so yeah any any interaction with the teacher in this the teachers just look so stupid and dumb and yeah watching the kids not pay attention gave me like ptsd a little bit but it's okay (laughs) murray's on his beeper in one scene like the camera's panning back and like it's showing like what all the kids are doing there's like one girl with her makeup one girl fixing her 
her bandage on her nose from her plastic surgery. I didn't I didn't pick that up that it was for plastic surgery till like halfway through the movie. You see it again and I'm like, oh duh, these are all like super rich kids. Which is just so satirized and just outlandish and left field. Um but yeah the the Murray on like his beeper was far too real. Um you 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 mentioned the beepers the cell phones in this movie just the technology cell phones used to be so cool they're not cool anymore those are like the antennas and you could flip them shut and they're big black bricks like they were just cool i was gonna say they're bringing home phones to school pretty much is what it looked like (laughs) i don't know i just that scene where her and dion meet in the hallway and they're talking to each other like that was perfect they're just on their phones yeah i I just i really liked all the little minor details for this movie yeah it again it just touches and reinforces the atmosphere so well so so well it's so enjoyable um and then i wanted to mention you touched on him earlier once christian and ty come into the picture they're not really connected um the story moves so fast and like there's so much going on with like little significance going on at the same time, which I think is kind of touching on like the high school experience. Like within the first 20 minutes, we get Cher and Dion and like this setup to get Mr. Hall and Mrs. Geis together. And like so much is jam packed in the first 20 minutes. And then it just totally shifts as Ty comes in. There's another storyline brought in. And then Christian comes in like it's just so fast moving, but it never feels like anything is overshadowing anything else. It's not like overwhelming in any way. It's just short lived. It's quick. It's enjoyable. It's a wild ride. And it perfectly mirrors high schoolers because she freaks out about like her grades. And then like that's over in 10 minutes. And then she <laughs> freaks out about like getting left at the party. And then that's over in 10 minutes. And then all these things are the end of the world. And then they're over and it's done with. And it's like, oh, this is not a big deal. But I, I'm definitely going to think it is. Yeah, I think the one that she gets hung up on the most, dare I say the most, because I like how you mentioned the grades and then she kind of just forgets about it. Um, the interactions with Christian. She throws herself the most at Christian Um, (laughs) when he first enters, like in the classroom, it's just like, oh, brother, like (laughs) here's this kid. Like he's got the jacket on his shoulder. He's got like the greased up hair looking like he's like wanting to be in the 60s. There's definitely just something unique about him and shares just immediately thrown into like his trap, so to speak. Um, we ultimately find out later that he is a uh, gay, uh, or as Murray calls, a cake boy, which I don't <laughs> think you would hear nowadays. <laughs> uh, but we see the most like transformation through their interactions because I think like the theme is one of the themes is like you can't help others until like you help yourself and find your own self worth, and like Christian inadvertently helps her do that. Um, his character is important yeah so you mentioned like the theme and we should just get into that because by the end of the movie i don't know the last 10 or 15 minutes which i actually enjoyed that that's the most amount of time they spent on like it being somewhat serious right um 
yeah she like i i did like the, the message that she realizes like that there's a positive in everybody like you see her like she's talking to travis who she like despised at the beginning and thought was just like a lame stoner skater um and realizes that like he's a nice guy and yeah then you see like you said you can't help others to help yourself and yeah you see like basically everything around her like starts to get better but yeah I really liked that it had just that little bit of meaning at the end that she realizes like oh yeah um like I can be super popular and like crazy the way that I am but still like like these people that I think I don't like or used to think that I was above yeah and like the like the toxicity of pursuing popularity like popularity is only found in like the surface level or shallow things like the outfits shout out to the outfit generator i need one of those yeah uh, that we see at the beginning of the movie uh, and it would have like three different combinations for both of us <laughs> right yeah it's like all right you're wearing black pants or tan pants today that's and it. <laughs> either a polo or a long sleeve button down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're simple, but that's I, I like it. I like it. Um, but no, because even then, like Ty gains her popularity not through shares attempts of like reinventing her through like her hair and like makeup and wardrobe and all that, but through the moment where those boys are like jokingly trying to throw her off the edge of the mall like balcony it's like it's very like a stupid reason to get popular right like yeah but that just reinforces the whole thing of how real stupid popularity even is in general yeah for real for real um any any other details any other things you want to mention want to talk about despite this movie being in 1995 27 years ago it feels pretty progressive i agree in in like it's very silly and stupid in a good way um but it's kind of progressive like it's subverting a lot of the things about like what popularity is viewed to be and like how those things are only temporary and fleeting and like the self-identity piece I thought was really cool. And I mean, that that's a message that can progress through time. And I don't know. I liked how, like when, cause when you watch some nineties movies, you're like, Ooh, this does not age well at all. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this one ages well. No, I agree. Just the fact like there's a, there's a gay character who is not like over the top, like, like stereotypical, like gay, like that's, um, I like I feel like if we watched maybe 10 more 90s movies that had a gay character in them we would not get a character like that um and isn't like bullied or anything yeah it's just like that's just who he is yeah who he hangs out with yeah um and even when she finds out she's just like okay like I still kind of like this guy whatever um yeah the fact that we have like a cast full of mostly females that are mostly the main characters like that's part of it too so yeah i agree with you there yeah i love it i love it um i think those are my big points really it, it was an enjoyable film all throughout i liked it all right hit me with a score um 
clueless. It's a film that knows its identity throughout and gives you a little bit of heart at the end. Um, it's a fun ride. And the narration's great. Um, I give it an 82. Next. Uh, I, I gave it an 82 before we started talking about it. And then as I we were talking about it, I realized that I liked it more than I thought I did. So I bumped it up to, I gave it an 84. Nice. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I don't really have any qualms with it. Like there's nothing really wrong with it. It's just a solid, solid beat. And I don't think there's necessarily anything that I would want to add to make it a better no. score. Like it's, yeah. it's an hour and 37 minutes. Um, some of the, the delivery of the lines were bad, but I think that adds to the charm. Like, yeah, the, like the, as if, Oh yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, but I love but it. it also, and it also makes her who she is. And yeah, like any points I like kind of took off for acting just went right back up because Alicia Silverstone is like just ridiculous as Cher. She's so good. Yeah, perfect casting um, for everybody, I would say even. Um, just great, great movie. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I'll say that. All right, an 82 from you and 84 from me. Uh, you, you just mentioned casting, which is yeah. a nice segue into how we're going to end this episode today. Uh, we thought about doing a closing connection, connecting it to teaching, but uh, this movie's like about school. So, yeah, we touched on teaching seems, a little bit. Yeah, seemed a little obvious. So, what we've decided is there is no doubt in my mind that Clueless will be rebooted as a TV show or there will be uh, a reboot movie made soon um so what we're gonna do is we're gonna cast this movie a little bit we're gonna we're gonna talk about who's playing the lead character maybe a little love interest or paul rudd and then we're gonna talk about we didn't talk about it much during the review but the jeep her jeep is just like so cool makes her mm -hmm. who she is so what car would they drive um a song that plays some at some point in the movie and then we're gonna talk a little bit about some style some style um so lead it off who's your protagonist for uh your your clueless reboot okay i have one more teacher question i want to ask you later before we get okay. off um, about the movie but to stick in this vein um up and coming actress um she was in a terrible movie created last year um titled he's all that mm, um, yeah Came to fame through TikTok, I believe. Yep. Um, got fits a great the archetype name. well. Addison Ray. Addison Ray, we're related. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh because I know that's not even remotely close to any truth. No, it's not. But I get that question by some some immature kid every year that asks me that. Thinks it's really? hilarious. Like the first time I've heard it. Yeah. yeah. Even though um, the rays are completely differently spelled. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a great pick for sure. And can she rebound from he's all that? Uh, I, I, I have faith. Did you watch that movie? I did. Was it as bad as people said it was? I didn't watch it. Yes. Um, I mentioned my wife on the pod a lot. Um, we just threw it on because, like I said, I'd never want to debate why I think um, we should watch Blade Runner or something like that. Um, so I, we saw it and I was like, whatever, just throw it on. It was yeah. not a good experience. Yeah. I think I gave it like a 30 something. 
Yeah, I heard it was terrible. I I, I kind of want to watch it, but you should just just to too watch. many good ones out there to watch all the bad ones. <laughs> all right, Addison Ray, I like that. Uh, do you want to just do your whole thing, or you want to kind of go back and forth? Um, let's just do the whole thing. Okay, for consistency, Addison um, Ray is driving around in in what car? She's driving around in, I have to say, the Tesla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, new age Tesla. Um, That's good. Bought by daddy. Um, um, I mentioned the callback to Teenage Dream. Yes. I, I think she's listening to that still. Even though that was, it's a little dated now, 2013, 2022. Um, it would totally fit though. Yeah, it fits. It fits the archetype. Um, and she is coming home to find her dad mentoring Josh played by. I'm going to go Harry Styles. I, I, I almost picked him too. So that I like that. Yeah. Chalamet was my close second. Uh, okay. That's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just totally ruined the anticipation. Yeah. It's totally okay. But those are my choices. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, all right. You mentioned you, Chalamet. So, yeah. I, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to gender swap it. All right? So, my protagonist is good old Tim Chalamet. All right? Jimmy. He is... He is uh, I mean, it's. I feel like it's an obvious pick. I'm a little disappointed with myself, but he would just. I don't know. He he'd fit into a, a high school. He he could look like a junior in high school. He would fill the box office. Him alone, for sure. Yeah, that's right. You put him on there. I'm making millions already. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here's where it gets a little interesting. His um. His love interest. You you want to talk about box office? We're gonna do crazy numbers here. His love interest is Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. Okay, and they're not. We talked about style a little bit. Just imagine the combination of like Billie Eilish can just wear what she wears normally in high school, whatever. Timothy Chalamet can wear what he wears on a red carpet because, like, I don't know, kids wear stuff like that sometimes to school. And they're like maybe not the most popular. Maybe they're on like the outskirts. They're the weird kids. Um, yeah. So there's my little changing the plot a little bit in some like ways. That. You're putting a lot of uh, thought into this. I appreciate it. This is all on the fly too. All I had was off Timothy Chalamet when I started this. Um, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is going to be driving around in a Subaru WRX. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's got some speed. The windows are tinted. Some rims. Um, subwoofers pumping of course uh, and those subwoofers are going to be pumping i was going to say billy eilish but i feel like that'd be maybe a little too on the nose now i'm trying to think of a popular song from today. doja cat oh my gosh doja cat kiss me more one of my favorite songs of all time <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that would be that would be a perfect fit. Tim Chalamet, Subaru WRX, Billy Billy Eilish in the shotgun seat playing "Kiss Me More" by Doja Cat. 
Yeah, um, that's great. At least seven hundred million at the box office. <laughs> Have you um heard the Doja Cat song with Post Malone? I like you from his new album. Mm, if I heard it, maybe, but I don't know. It's my summer banger for this summer. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's a good song. Just puts you in a good mood, man. You just want to dance. All right, I'll check it out. I got a few songs to check out after this yeah. pod here. Yeah. My oh. my summer banger is old school. It's uh, Soak Up the Sun, Cheryl Crow. And it will Ooh. be my summer banger for the rest of time. Yeah. Yeah, that Clueless is a timeless film. That's a classic song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's their style? I mentioned their style. Billie Eilish is going to wear her... Mm giant sweatshirts and sweat shorts that's true uh, and timothy chalamet we're gonna put him in like a black suit did you know billy eilish's mother went to the school where i work i did know that i Isn't hear that, that every once in a while that is wild and yeah. like totally just like doesn't matter at all but it no. is oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so a little nugget of fun fact for you there maybe one day she'll come back and i'll weasel my way over there and pitch this movie to her yeah we have to have the script ready all right i'll start right after this <laughs> act one scene one um we open on we're, we're gonna do an american psycho reference except <laughs> it's gonna be timothy chalvey getting ready in the morning <laughs> <laughs> talking about all his um non or his animal cruelty free uh, yeah <laughs> hair products all yeah. organic non-gmo foods yep. yeah i love it that'd be good <laughs> uh right. we're back you on the topic the... of school i wanted to ask yeah. you something. i know i just cut you off but while i'm thinking, no i was gonna ask you this um i mentioned in the last pod one of my students requested to show this movie for film studies yeah um it's pg-13 so i mean technically we would be okay to show this my question to you is would you show this to your film studies group i was uh, so basically every movie i watch that's pg-13 i think that now um i don't know i i go back and forth I would really like to because I think the kids would like it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there there are some moments that like if, I don't know, a kid went home and was like, yeah, I watched Clueless. And they were like, oh, what happens? Well, um, I don't know. There'd be some, some maybe iffy things that people might not be happy with. But I think it'd be good to show kids and like talk about high school and popularity and all that stuff. Would you uh, would you brave showing it uh, i don't think i would yeah it's tough man it stinks There's too much uh like sexual innuendo that the kids are familiar with that i would not just i wouldn't be comfortable yeah yeah and i you, i mean you, i think it's a great movie and like i think a lot of kids would like it but yeah just for job security reasons yeah i don't think this is one i would show you'd also be teaching them new vocabulary like jeeping I didn't know what yeah. Jeepin' was before I watched this movie. Oh, or what about buggin'? That's a that's a New York Bronx term, buggin'. Uh, she says, oh my God, I'm totally buggin'. Buggin' Out, great song by A Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, 
that's New York City, like inner Bronx terms. Like they still say bugging, like, oh, you're bugging. But she's using it in Beverly Hills 1995. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we, we found a plot hole. That's bugging. I'm going to start saying bugging. All right. Okay. I, I said uh, I said mug on the last episode, and that seemed to be not okay with you. Yeah, that, that threw me off guard. <laughs> You're wearing a Bronx shirt right now. Yeah, How I am. Go Yankees. That? Let's go. Going to yeah. win the World Series this year. Oh, you're bugging, man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Let's uh, talk about what movie we're watching next week so that you quit with this uh, this terrible vocab. This Yankee slander. <laughs> um, August 1st is a new month, which means new films are going to be on all the streaming platforms. We talked about this film last week in our draft. Coming to HBO Max, August 1st, our next week's episode, Ex Machina. Yes. Yeah. I need to see it. Yes. I need to see it. Um, I've heard great things from everybody. From me. From, me. from you. Um, you're, you're a fairly reliable source. Thank you. Um, and so we're going to check that out. TTF Nation, make sure you watch Ex Machina via HBO Max. Um, before next Friday when this comes out. Um, yeah, and that will be that. I'm pumped. Great pick. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I still, I just thought of the Mac Miller documentary. I want to watch that. It's not even out yet. I might just play some Mac Miller after this now. All right. Yeah. Um, Ex Machina, not related to Mac Miller whatsoever. Um, no. But X-Ray, do you have anything else for the people? Um, I don't, I don't, it's harder than a mug out here. (laughs) (laughs) No comment with that. (laughs) Lovely people. The summer is ending. Enjoy it while it's still here. Whatever that may be to you. If that's going shopping, um, do that. If it's building artificial intelligence, do that. Um, If it's doing absolutely nothing, do that as well. Just enjoy your time. Stay up to date on things. Do your homework. Ex Machina. And peace out. Peace out.